Welcome to the Chef of X podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, Davis. Yes, 10, 11 p.m. This is a late one, folks. This is a late one. We are in, actually, we're not in the yurt this time. We are in the Dome 7. We are broadcasting from Dome 7. Come join us. Well, this isn't live, but hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, my phone, my fax machine. Hit me up and let me know if you want to do a a podcast with uh, JP. Uh, by the way, JP, uh, what do you think if someone wants to do a pod? You know, when the school school starts and you know, I'll get busy. You'll get busy. What do you What do you think of the idea of me? co-hosting a podcast with using your equipment but kind of being in charge of it pod- podcasting with someone else yeah what do well, you think of that re- remember when i was saying um something about uh editing like yeah. learning about oh editing. right right yeah well the motivation behind that is if you are interested in learning about editing then the ideal would be that i just teach you how to put everything together and you'll know how to edit and then just use the equipment Cool. Yeah, because yeah. the the biggest risk is like uh, anything. There's going to be wear and tear, but the biggest thing is just understanding how to use the equipment. Right. The editing. There's no real like it's all software. Once I so, once I know the ropes and I could practically then you can just do, do whatever yeah, art form yeah. I want. So uh, that was the motivation behind that original question. So in summary, yes, I agree. That okay. would be that would be fine. So let's and, do that. Uh, let's do that sometime before school starts between september 1st and september 24th we will that's would be one of our goals yeah well it'd be as simple as setting it up and i'll just watch you set it up cool and then and then when i'm editing it you'll see the general things and then we get closer and closer so there you go folks it's it's not very difficult jp gives gave the approval right there so think about your ideas that you want to talk about if you're into health if you're into uh cooking if you're into crossfit if you're into catching bugs and making collection items and you want to talk about anything you want you could do that here and that's that's the beauty of these podcasts is it's done by uc davis students for uc davis students and for not even just for uc davis students but any anyone listening if you know uh this is a very these podcasts it's like like who the fuck do you know who actually does podcasts? Think about it. You know all these people like on Instagram, right? Who are famous, but who in like your group of like Facebook friends actually will go out there and like market and advertise? Like, yeah, this is what we do. Yeah. We do podcasts. And but the, so the truth of it, no one does that. Uh, JP is the first person who started doing that. Now I'm really into it. And these podcasts are really manifesting the reflection of the week of the month of how how i feel uh maybe how jp feels we talk about things that we like we talk about things that we disagree with we agree with we talk about controversial topics and we again we're not stating like our stances on anything we're just seeing kind of we're spectators and and that's how i like to view it we're just spectators talking about things you know yeah, and it's important to uh, practice the art of conversation, and um, to to I, I feel like there are certain situations where you need to be, um, you need to keep your composure. Mm-hmm. Um, big one is when you're around people who disagree with you about something you really care about. Um, you need to 
know how to express yourself in those situations. Yeah, so it's critical. Those are very critical moments. Yeah. So the more you practice, the more likely you'll be able to perform when it matters. So I exactly. think that's a that's a big part of it for me is that there's a skill set that deals with um, holding your ground and and being open that I think you have to keep doing it to maintain the skill set. Just like if you're um, you know you're an athlete and you want to maintain a certain level of performance, you have to keep practicing. And if it, there's a default level, right, that everyone has, but if you want to have a high level, high enough so that if some shit goes down, you'll be able to handle yourself, um, then you have to keep practicing. Yeah, and that's and that's why I love Chef of X because Chef of X is uh, reminding me that you know I have all these meals that I'm cooking up, and one meal is helping me cook another meal indirectly. Yeah and, yeah, and 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 being able to compose yourself and carry yourself in a in a group setting where you have to be able to speak well and be able to take criticism well, yeah, like that type of meal, like almost anything you do could help that type of meal. You know, it could help you cook in that way, whether it be for me triathlon, organic chemistry education, you know, all those you know all of the above, all the X's are really helping me be able to kind of carry myself in a conductive way when I'm, when I'm speaking and, 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 uh, having a great conversation is, is fabulous. I love it. And I, so I went on this, this date, um, Tinder date, and I'll tell you about it now. Tinder uh, <laughs> you know, it was, I swear Tinder is just hit or fucking this man. Uh. And I asked the girl because I was like, so like, what's your experience? Like, and she was telling me like constantly, she, like like yesterday she was like swiping, and then like there's these guys, they just send so like these really inappropriate phrases, like you know, very inappropriate, something that shouldn't be said to, like to a girl to get them to get their attention, and I feel like these guys, like a lot of them, it's just like a numbers game, like they don't even care about the picture. They just, any person they match with, and they literally copy and paste these phrases. Mm. So it's like, they don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just one, like maybe one of these girls is, is going to be like, for some reason is going to be into it. <laughs> yeah. But that one out of a hundred is enough for yeah. them. And I don't know. I kind of felt like, I felt bad because like, I want to say like, not all guys are like that, but it's like... <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like, because I'm not like that. You know like what? I'm what? Like, you could say like that, meaning their technique. Not everyone would use that technique. But if you're it's saying goal wise, a lot of people are. Uh, they have similar goals. Right. But I feel like, see, the goal for like, I guess there's. You're right. Goals. Let's talk about goals with Tinder. What are men's goals with Tinder? Yeah. I wouldn't say like every single men's goal with Tinder is to have sex. Yeah. A lot of them is. Well, you know, but. Like, for some people like me, it's to see if I could vibe with you even on, like, a personal level. Yeah. And then if that goes well, then I would actually, like, consider, like, maybe date you. When I go on this Tinder dates, I don't actually really think of them as, like, dates. I think of them as, like, these one-on-one these -on -one meetups. Can we have a conversation? Can yeah. we vibe? Can we talk about things? You know? And it went re really well. Uh this girl was uh, recently graduated from UC Davis Law School, uh, 24 years old. I'm 23, so, you know, yeah. similar age level. 
Um, she was uh, Lebanese, I'm Persian. So, you know, similar Middle Eastern culture, you know, so, you know, stuff like that. And uh, it was actually great. We talked about a lot of things. And I, you know, sometimes you feel like it's organic. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it felt organic. And uh, not to, you know, uh, hate on white girls, <laughs> but like I've been having some like really shallow, like, First time meet us with like some white girls. I told her that and she hella laughed and agreed. Yeah. With some, to be fair, with some shallow girls who happen to be white. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> not to hate. I'm not hating. I'm just saying this is what I experienced. Yeah. 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 I understand. It's what I know. How can I, <laughs> you know, it's just the, my truth, yeah. my own personal truth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I think it's I think it's good. Like I think I think Tinder's okay. Uh, again, it's hit or miss. Uh, don't spend too much time on it. Like, don't get manifested into the idea of it. Like, yeah. control yourself. You know, don't move your life around to accommodate these Tinder needs. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like people would do that. Mm, Tinder know? needs. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I don't know. Like. You're fucking walking down the street, swapping left and right, and then you you run into a bike uh, a cyclist. You know, there you go. You just fucked up your life because of Tinder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, I mean, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, but you shouldn't text while biking. Uh, oh yeah, but but anyhow, oh no, you shouldn't text while anything. moving at all. While moving, while walking. Yeah, while... <laughs> I mean, I shit. I, that, yeah, it happened to me. So, well, I think your um, approach to the Tinder date. Or date, or lack, or not even using the word date. Just meet up, I guess. Meet up is. Uh, I like it honestly. I think it's it's very similar to what I do because I, th I think of that all the time. Whenever uh, I was talking to some girl a couple of weeks ago, and she brought up a game, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I know guys have their little game, you know, spitting game, this, this, and that." And I realized like that was a term that was really a part of like, I don't know what's the word lexicon. A part of the vocabulary of the people I was around when I was in like middle school. Part of the language. Part of, of the language, of course. Um, but now that I'm looking back at it and I'm running into someone who's using this language that I'm familiar with but I haven't paid attention to in a while, I started to think like, what is my game? <laughs> <laughs> and And the conclusion was very similar to what you were describing for the Tinder date, that it's basically spending enough time with someone to have a rough idea of what they're about and whether or not the two of you can get along in the long term. Hey, right. And, and long term, really, I mean like long term as like long enough for me to really want to see you a bunch more. Basically, you know? like... I'm, I'm to make me extremely curious about the rest of you that I don't know about. Right. Like, like do you want... Like, can we be friends, pretty much? That's what it comes down to. Well, like that plus like, some other things. Well, I mean... Can I we be friends, and do you want to fuck me? Right. What's yes, more, but what's basically, more, at the beginning, important? at the beginning, can we be friends? What's more important in a relationship? <laughs> the sex or, or the actual, like, interaction, the relationship? Definitely, the interaction. Definitely. But but if I were on a, a date, then part of what I'm doing is reading your body language for arousal. <laughs> so when the girls... Okay, so I always hear this. What do, you, what do you think? Because I always... like I think like I, one time I like read up like things to look for body language for women <laughs> on the first date. And one of them was like, 
uh, girls play with their hair, you would know, like, is that, is that a sign of like body language flirting well, for girls? Because she did that a couple times. I, well, and if she listens to this it's podcast, she's going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. Like, <laughs> so That's I'm what I was saying. I noticed, I noticed, I noticed like <laughs> just a, one time, I think, you know, maybe it was just very well, subtle. Well, to be honest with you, I don't think, first of all, I'm not an expert. I'm horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I don't think there's any one thing. I think it's just uh, a, a family of things. Like yeah. what, what, one thing that I am aware of about myself is that I don't want any false positives. So I'd rather, I don't want to think someone's into me when they're not, mm. but I'm okay with thinking someone's not into me, even if they are. Mm. So you're never going to get a hundred percent, like your guess is spot on, but uh, since I'm so cautious, it's more likely that if I do think someone's into me, that they actually are into me. So maybe it will include playing with hair, right? That maybe that's one of the things that's change. like a signal it to me. It could be a change in body direction. Or maybe they're moving. Yeah, but I, for me, I think it would just be like 50 of those things all right. happening. <laughs> and then I'll be like, okay, maybe there's overwhelming evidence that there actually are into me in this way. And, and while you are adjusting your body language and while she is adjusting her body language, you're picking up subconsciously on these cues, which are then allowing you to enable to act kind of more organically in yourself yeah. because you feel more comfortable once you like when you're comfortable you don't think about being comfortable exactly you know what i'm saying I, your body exactly. ad adjusts to that and that's where i think like the body language you're able to pick it up on someone and you know how like when someone yawns you want to yawn when someone coughs you want to cough you actually have these sensory neurons straight in your eyes you're able to pick it up and sense it to your brain and then you want to mimic that Exactly. So it's like maybe that person is is feeling more comfortable, and you're subconsciously picking up on that too. So it's 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 exactly. being in sync. That's what being in sync is. That's what having an organic conversation is. is. And it's it's using your intuition because I love being formulaic. But like I was saying a couple of days ago, I don't know when there are certain cases where that's not the correct way. That's not the most efficient way to go about doing whatever you're trying to do. And I think reading people is one of those things where you have to trust your intuition a little bit more and lay back on like the exact kind of logical approach. For instance, playing with hair means this. Well, maybe. Yeah, Not really. yeah you're right. You have you're to right. say, yeah. how do I feel about the overall interaction when it's done or when it was going on? <laughs> and that's really, it's hard to say exactly why you feel that way. You can remember a few things that support what you feel, but overall, it's not it's not easy, right? You know, so instead, I think it's just, just something that picture. happens over time, and right. it's a more intuitive, bigger picture thing. But uh, yeah, that's basically how I determine whether or not someone wants to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be an intuitive approach. Do but you, the, do you, but, do but you kiss on the, do you kiss on first date? Would you kiss on a first I don't, date? Would I? Yeah, I would. But I again, that's one of those things where I wouldn't use a formula. I would just do what you said. I would just see what we're like around each other. That's the only real goal is to see what we're like. And in my personal case, because I'm cautious assume that they're not into me unless there's overwhelming evidence yeah see the thing with the guys today is that they try to do this in a formula fashion yeah like that's, that's like the I mean that's like the, maybe it works the, sometimes that's what i'm saying like this guy like the guy the number games like you yeah. know they, like, let's put in this girl as the you know um uh the y factor or the x factor into these equations and then let's see if we could get the answer 
So, yeah. but I hate that shit. Like I, I hate it. Like once, and you know, I, I updated my Tinder account. This started this stuff. Yeah. Once I started to just kind of feel like present my Tinder profile and my bio as in the same way I'm trying to see if like, can we vibe if we have a conversation, I'm trying to kind of have that same, uh, appearance on my Tinder profile. And it's, I've been, it's, it worked. See, mm. it worked. I went on yeah, this, yeah. see how it worked just like today is, is the evidence. And another big thing too, is it changes the people that you attract. So, yeah. So yeah. It, it, one of the things in my view, one of the ways that it worked is that it attracted someone who's like accomplished in life, older, more mature and appreciates things like conversations. Oh, and she's a, uh, a vegetarian too. Yeah, and also <laughs> there you go. more ethical than the rest of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think the formulaic things do work, but they don't work for everyone. They just work for the group of people who fall for those tricks. But the older, usually the older people get, the less interesting they find those tricks. And then what's left? It's just you. That's what's left. <laughs> yeah. So if, if you're cultivating the skills that are trying to present yourself honestly to other people then that's useful for the people who are looking for that, for, for the person. But if you're cultivating the skills that are good for like tricking someone into some situation, <laughs> you know, s- using symbols, using status, using some other thing other than your personality and whether or not you're actually a cool person, then, well, those are the same, but um, then that's who it's going to attract, the other people who want uh, those other things that aren't really, um, many people would argue, substantial or like honest um, um, speaking of which, I've been obsessing over tattoos. <laughs> yes. What is this tattoo talk? What is this? So tattoo I have talk, I have man? one tattoo, but you can barely see it. You have a tattoo? Yeah. See, that's that's the problem. So in my mind, what this is exactly how it happened. Someone told me they wanted me to go with them to get a tattoo. They wanted to get a tattoo, and they just wanted me to be around. Maybe I get a piercing or something, but I don't have to. And it was the first moment that I really started thinking about tattoos. I never thought about tattoos ever. Even when I got a tattoo, the morning I woke up, I didn't know I was getting the tattoo. So it was kind of like a split well, second. Well, that's kind of how you want to get a tattoo, though. You don't uh, want to think about getting it. If you're thinking about getting a tattoo, <laughs> it means you should not get a tattoo. You, you get only it. get a tattoo, impulse decisions. <laughs> well, okay, so that agrees with my current stance. Because right now, I don't want to get one. But this is the roadmap that happened. <laughs> so this person says, oh, yeah, I want to get one. You should uh, not necessarily get one, but accompany me. So then I start thinking about, okay, wait a minute. Let me think. Let me think. You know what I'm saying? What, what? Maybe I, who knows? Maybe I should. And my, the first argument that came up was, I'm already a tattooed person. So, you know, <laughs> it makes no difference if I get a face tattoo now. I already, uh, you know, I'm already an outsider. But then uh, I started looking into it and I thought, I don't even know what styles I like. And most of the styles that popped up in my search, I mean, I probably didn't search efficiently, but traditional styles, I don't really like. For instance, I don't really like color. I like color. I just wouldn't like color on me. Mm. Um, I don't like uh, really traditional like sailor things. Or, yeah, like, I don't want to get the fucking stupid tribal tattoos that everyone else gets in I don't want to get the tribal tattoos. It's like, yeah, yo, check my tribal tattoos and fucking steroids. <laughs> fucking steroid tribal tattoos. Well, you know? that's the thing. I was never around the gym dudes. Oh, okay. I, I knew one yeah. guy who had a tribal tattoo and now he still does like deadlifts and squats like competitively. So I guess he earned them. 
But uh, I was around the stick and poke tattoos. What's stick and what is They're that? like really thin, really thin, really tiny tattoos. Ah. Yeah, like like basically line art. Oh, and my current tattoo is like line art. But that was before, for a different reason. It was just easy to get line art. Um, so anyhow, I'm looking at this and I'm like, dude, I don't even like this shit. I don't like black and gray. I don't like color. And then I got to the stick stuff and I'm like, that's kind of cool, but would I really want it? Then I started thinking of designs. I had like a, a bunch of different chef-related designs. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I could get Maybe some. a math equation, huh? Well, a couple of them. Oh. So so I was like, okay, I could get sleeved up with some geek shit. All right, all right. See, that's what I would like to geek shit. It, like, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, like, and maybe it could an be. organic chemistry mechanism. Yeah. No, so the <laughs> like best. Like a 20-step mechanism, like yeah. all over my chest. The best one I ever saw was like that. It was like a bunch of shit. Some of it was like random diagrams. Some of it was words crossed out. It was like super sloppy. I've seen a lot of people with the serotonin shit. Like they like. Uh, oh, the they, molecule. Yeah, the molecule yeah. like or something like that. Yeah. But like I feel like if you're going to like for like that, like at least know like the. Hey, welcome. Hey. We're doing a podcast. Please, please, Come please. on, please. Welcome. I feel like with getting that, at least like know the the name like no, the, the actual, name of the, the actual like not just serotonin but like the actual like <laughs> one two dimethyl formal like yeah you're leaving so soon oh I just say noise. oh just say hi it's fine it's okay How are, how's everyone doing everyone's doing everyone's take doing a, fine. take a bin take know, that's what i came to do but it's gonna be really noisy no no it's no, all no, good please, no please please no, you have please to Disrespect. I'm taking this as disrespect that you're not taking them. I always, so I always use that in my culture. If someone does not take the offering, I view it as disrespect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they do that with spreads too, apparently. Yeah. But, uh, anyhow. <laughs> yeah, go back on track. Kind of, so, so then the next stage was, I'm like, all right, I got some designs. I got the t- style. Now I need to find a tattoo artist. So I start looking up the Davis people. And I, I run into some artist on Instagram, and I follow him. I follow like his personal thing. I couldn't find his tattoo page in time. And you know what happened? He went on my page and started liking some of my designs. Oh. So I was like, oh, perfect. I found. And by the way, this person had uh, one of his designs was a mathematical thing. Was this guy a famous guy, or just like a? I think he's he was visiting from Sacramento, but I don't know how famous he is. Oh, dude, he had followers though. Like yeah, was, yeah. Okay. I mean, I didn't. I guess I didn't really check, so I don't know. I guess okay, I but so he's a local guy. He yeah. worked in a local shop before. He may or may not currently work there. But one of the things he did there was a a math tattoo. It was like somebody's dissertation or something. Mm. Uh, they got it on their leg i don't know it was but i was like oh all right that's i mean i want at least some stuff a a couple of equations so that i'm glad that you know a little bit about the nature of it because one thing i'm worried about which is probably nothing for a real artist but it's how thick it is because when you're doing uh mathematical symbols and whatnot sometimes it gets really thin and generally speaking you want it to be the right amount of bold so that it lasts and basically how it looks like on the computer yeah, well, that's the thing. The, the way something looks on the computer might not translate well to skin. Sometimes you have to make it, you that's have to true. modify it a little right. bit. So I imagine that this person has gone through that because he's done it at least once. So I was like, oh, p- cool, found an artist. And then um, the last thing was the pricing. Oh, tattoos are super fucking yeah. expensive. And then I was like, oh, 
So now I'm not getting a tattoo. <laughs> Dude, they are expensive. Because I, I was going like, to get sleeved it? up at once. Like, I was going to have like four hours of work done and just pay everything and then just oh, live well, the rest you know, of my life. You know what happens if you get that? Then you can't garden for three months. Because you can't have any Fair physical. enough. I mean, that's not really a deterrent <laughs> <Yeah>. for me. <laughs> it's like you just move into the domes and then they're just like, oh, sorry, guys, can't do it. Can't do it. I can do other stuff. I'll do the logistics. Will you be stuff. prepared not to exercise? Like for See, that's why I can't. I wouldn't be able to do yeah, it. Yeah, I'd be prepared Dude, not to how exercise. How would they tell me not the to stuff get in that the I fucking pool? Is for... line art. It's just, it, it, would, it would heal in like two weeks. No, I, my friend just got a tattoo. He said he can't exercise for three months. Ah, oh, man. How they you, were lying, man. How you can you, you can exercise. Really? It's, they tell you like, they can't swim for, for even longer. Swimming might be different because the chlorine, the skin. Yeah, I, I you can't. You keep me out of pool for three months, I'm going to fucking go to Taco Bell every night. I, I, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like, it wouldn't be a good move for you to not. do that too. <laughs> what if I got a Taco Bell? <laughs> some higher. <laughs> yeah. Like some like fucked up, like twisted world I would, that would happen. Yeah. And, and the design too of the tattoo. It's not just how long it takes to do it. How long would it take to design the fucking thing? Because all the designs are my designs, but I'd want them to modify it so that it like makes sense as a tattoo. <coughs> so that might take two hours. Mm. That's not even getting anything on my skin. Like when it's actually getting applied, it might be quick because it's just filling in stuff and outlines. So I wonder like people getting tattoos like, like okay, let's just say some of the sets. I want to get a tattoo, right? They don't know what tattoo they want, but they like... They say, I know I want to get one. I wonder, like, out of these, like, people deciding, it's like, how many of them actually just want to get a tattoo or want to get something tattooed on them that's sentimental? Or if, like, they go into the shop, tattoo shop, it's like, there's, like, you know, that's where they're probably like, oh, I kind of like this one, like yeah. that one. Apparently, that's the norm. Is that the normal? Yeah. I feel like that should not be the norm because I feel like tattoos are so, it's like going on your body for the fucking rest of your life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, you want to make sure that like, shit <laughs> yeah, ain't yeah. coming off. Yeah. Well, my current tattoo is already chef related. So all I was going to do was do a sleeve or a half sleeve of other shit that's like more refined. Because I got the, the current one in, in like 2015. So since then, I've done a lot of development. Since I've been in the domes, I've done a lot of development. So um, like today, I uh, added a couple of new things that deal more with the way you manage your goals rather than like the first question is are you a sheep or a chef but that's only with respect to one goal so the most recent work has been uh closer to the question of which goals are in the chef set chef group and which goals are in the sheep group and what does that mean for it to be in the and what are the properties of these groups and uh i introduce like the set of all possible meals or the set of all meals which is like this infinite set of anything that could be considered a goal by anyone, in which case everything you've done is just within that because if you've thought of it, by definition, it's within that. So it, there's a, it's, it's slightly more, like it involves set theory. It involves like the empty set and intersections and unions um, and things of that nature, which weren't around when I got my first tattoo. It was just a comic. <laughs> it was the perspective maze back then my thought wasn't like one unified theory of chefs it was more like yeah i'm just gonna draw this one thing here i'm drawing something else there so you, you draw you 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 do some art like hand drawing i used to 
I don't really do it as much nowadays, mostly because I'm working on the unified theory of chefs, which is <laughs> slightly more stimulating for me right now. But um, I used to only draw, and then I only rapped, and then I only like rapped and did podcasts. Where did but this, now I'm like, like mostly writing and doing podcasts. Where did this like kind of? I know I know how your rapping story began. Yeah, when you were in jail, but where like this kind of this artsy side of you like oh it's because i was at the beginning of a manic episode in in retrospect (laughs) right yes in retrospect that's why i was like not sleeping and making art all the time so is is all from the by the way anyone listening they they don't know what happened to you well they may or may not they may or may not they most likely don't but well the thing is I think someone who's listening this far would probably know. Yeah. For okay, for those of this, it, it, like I'll just summarize this. But for those tuning in, uh, JP had a quite wild, uh, non-linear approach to how he got to UC Davis, and that's a that's a great way of putting it too. Yeah, and uh, he was in school, and you know, the fucking. I guess what was it? The TV talked to you, and they said they're gonna, yeah, you're gonna the, fucking the die. TV started talking. Yeah, this like imagine you're just watching TV, and it's like, well, on the sunny forecast, you're gonna fucking die today. So, <laughs> so like, and like and that shit was his reality. Yeah. So of course, anyone in that position would have you know started to you know come on to a manic episode, which he did, and he ended up such in a manic state that he ended up uh wilding out let's just say that. yeah wilding out um <laughs> and anyways then, and then going to deanza yeah and then going to deanza <laughs> uh but so it's those manic states where you discovered you had a talent for art drawing rapping uh well the the i think it's just a matter of focus it's just that under normal circumstances, before I was in a manic episode, I just didn't find uh, making art interesting. You're only I, focused on had, math. At the time, yeah. And I, the last time that I had been uh, kind of artistic was when I was in high school. I ran this like uh, kind of bare bones t-shirt company. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> where basically um, I had two designs, and I tried to sell those designs, and I basically didn't sell them. So instead, what I did was I uh, just made designs for like the local clubs and uh, like school clubs, not oh, okay. like going out to the club. And and the beauty of that is that you make the design, you, the custom design for them, and then a group of people all buy shirts together. So everything's bulk. Oh, as opposed cool. to me making my own designs and hoping people like it, you just go to them and say, that's "Hey, I'll make it." And every thing. and every high school club wants a T-shirt already. So I mean, the fact that they know the person who's making it is it makes them willing to buy it even if it's a little bit more expensive so that became the thing and uh, i only did it like three or four times i mean i had one order for 50 shirts that was the only real like serious business move i made but other than that i just made like two designs of my own and then maybe three or four that this was in high custom. school right yeah yeah that, okay that so- were custom for other people however when I did start making the what is now Chef of X comics in college at the beginning of my manic episode, like summer 2015, it was of the same style as when I did it in high school, mm. which was concept diagrams. So I made something that stood for something else. It was like poetic, but 
visually. I see. Yeah. So one of my old designs was the book fist. So it was like a knowledge is power message. And it was of the line art type. It was like drawn with a Sharpie and then printed on a shirt. And then later on, the Chef of X stuff was more science-based and more like, um, it was more about diagramming things in regular life from a science perspective or from like a logic or geometry perspective. But what like initially like motivated you? Like what oh, like made yeah. you have that thought that like, oh, okay, yeah, this yeah. is what okay. like different kind of like, you know what I mean? The biggest thing, I was frustrated as fuck because I was going to school in Alabama and I'm from Southern California. So I was in culture shock for two, three oh, years right. before I expressed any like artistic thing. But that's kind of the formula for making art. It's like you're frustrated out of your mind and there's no other way to express what you feel than like drawing something and showing someone because telling them isn't effective and people aren't like vibing with you enough to know that you're disturbed. So one of the things I told you about trying to found a club, I wanted to be clean. You know what I mean? I just wanted to go to school, get my grades, like get internships, be in, participate in clubs. But as I did that, I realized like, dude, there's a lot of sheep shit, which was kind of the original, the origin of the whole thing. And I worked with this professor who was like, you know, these people think like sheep. That's what he would say to <laughs> insult somebody. So I snatched that. Fucking sheep. Yeah, exactly. Because it's a common thing for like being a follower, right. not really being an original thinker or being innovative. And I felt and he felt that all of our frustrations could be summed up in the fact that our school did not support innovation. Not on the Truly. level. Truly. University of Alabama. Not University of oh, Alabama. Was it? Ruskegee University. Oh, okay. But uh, that's kind of the central frustration, and that's kind of one of the central things in the original comics. It's like, what is critical thinking really like? What should you expect? For instance, what does the next, let's say, and it was a black college, right? Let's say that there's a black Steve Jobs at your college right now who needs support so he can start the next Apple. What will he, what will he look like? Will he follow all the rules that you guys have set up, or will he be breaking the rules? In which case, I think it's worth thinking about because if you're not in a, creating an environment to harbor the next Steve Jobs, and I was an electrical engineering major, that's why I'm biased toward um, technology, but if you're not creating an environment that's supporting the next black Steve Jobs, you're failing as a university, especially as a black mm, college. That's a very good point. And, and they didn't recognize that. So that was kind of the beginning of the conversation. I see, and that's, that's what the Chef of X and the podcast, it's allowing you to do things in such a non-conventional way where you're able to express yourself and you're really going against like the rules, I guess you would say. Well, their like, rules. Their That's rules. the thing. Any California school, I would have been a star student. Right. You know what I mean? But there, it, they kind of saw me as like a problem. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? I mean, I went into my girlfriend's dorm to fuck and came out and they charged me a hundred bucks. What? <laughs> Oh my god! Fucking college. I said, yeah. I said, what's the problem? They said, well, there's no. You're not allowed in these dorms. And I'm like, okay, people are gonna have sex, right? Where are they gonna do it if it's not here? Yeah, we uh, live uh, here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is crazy. You want us to fuck on the lawn? Then you're gonna charge me two hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, have you guys thought this through? This is something kind of basic. And in my experience, there were a lot of things. The longer I was there, the more those stacked up to the point of, like you said, it, it's, it's a form of expression. I had a lot to express 
You know, I was like, yeah. dude. And I felt like that was the only way that I Smart could do it. Smart way of going about that, it. Like, was honest, and I didn't have to compromise. I didn't have to ask anybody for permission, and I didn't have to censor anything. My original comics were like straight up about the school. And a lot of them <laughs> I didn't post because I thought, out of respect, I'm not going to do it. But now I wish I would have posted them because it's not as clear. You can post them now. I'd like nah, to read. they're all gone. Oh, now. you don't have them? I have the originals now. Wait, what do you mean? You drew them, right? You drew them. I you drew don't... them. I uploaded them to Dropbox. Dropbox canceled my shit. So now they're gone. What? And the iPad that they were on got stolen. So, oh, just redraw them. No, like, I, there's no point now. It's better to just draw what's real now. Damn, that's that's like see that's <laughs> like missing art, man. I hate that. I you know, know like and, and it's the sad. sad. Thing about it, it is sad. It's like there was a lot. There was a lot. Like I, I must have posted forty percent of what I had produced at the time when I like got my iPad stolen. Well, maybe they're up. They're they're there somewhere. I just you gotta. You yeah, know but what I'm the, but I think it's also beautiful to um, make things that are um, current, like like not so much doing remakes, but do like whatever is the thing worth expressing now, or whatever is the current stuff. Just make great work in that time, and I feel like, I mean, that's the essence of podcasts, in my view, is that. Um, we're kind of, it's kind of like a picture in time, but it's a little bit about our minds instead of what we look like. So just whatever's true now, just express that. And if you keep doing that, then you'll have something from each time period, just like a normal picture. Just take a picture now. Okay. Take a picture five years later, take a picture five years later. You can always look at the first one and say that was 10 years ago. And this one was five years ago. Yeah, you know, let's let's plan on keeping these podcasts. Let's make sure they don't get lost because They're I would gonna love get, somebody's going to steal my uh, <laughs> data. <laughs> I would love, man, to listen to this shit like 20, 30, 40 years from I know. now. Think I, about it. That's what I used to tell people. It's like, don't listen to the podcast. Listen, to, do the podcast, and listen to yours a year after you do it. I'm not going to lie. I like listening to it like as soon as you're uploading it. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, initially I want it because you, you forget what you say. That's you true. know what I'm saying? I don't remember. Like I know generally what I talked about, but I don't like I didn't memorize every single word. Things just come out naturally. <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah, yeah. It should be closer to a flow state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a flow state. So I, I, when I listen back to it, I feel like I'm listening to it for the first time. Mm. <laughs> yeah and 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 i'm like oh okay so that's what i think about this it's yeah. like as if i don't already know yeah and then and then uh and then i won't listen to it again and then i'll probably listen to it you know a couple years from again and then back then i'll have completely no idea what i talked about yeah so and i think in philosophy or some discipline they have this term uh articulation which is that uh, the, yeah. it's, it's the process of figuring out what you think by doing something like writing or speaking. Yeah. Can you articulate your words correctly to convey what I you are trying to say? I think it's articulation. Maybe it's a different one. But yeah, it's, it's that on one hand, what matters is what's true, of course. But on another hand, figuring out what's true is also valuable. So you can see the process that you went through to get to that point. And the thing is, you're never really, I mean, when it comes to truth, especially when with opinions or how you feel about something, it's changing and you're probably never going to get exactly get it exactly right. So it's just about being more accurate than the last time or more clear than the last time. 
but accepting some uncertainty, a little fuzziness. You know? mm. Yeah, I could, I could vibe with that. I, I was listening to Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know, actually, Joe Neil deGrasse Tyson was on Joe Rogan's podcast oh, yesterday. I'm, a, I'm aware of it. He's yesterday. Yeah, it's yeah. three hours long. I listened to that whole shit today. Oh wow! I not that long. I was sitting. I was you know going around town listening to it. Yeah, you know, yeah. whatever I do. That's but, the beauty of listening to shit. Is you can do anything. You can yeah. be at work. You could be riding a bike. You know, I'm listening to music way less now. Mm. I feel like almost listening to music now is almost a waste of time. Oh no! no I no. I swear I just said oh, it. Hopefully it's a phase. No, it's no because think about it. Like I'm listening to the same song like i have a playlist yeah i'm listening to the same songs i know what the songs say i know what how they sound uh, why am i wasting my time listening to that where i could be listening to another podcast that is helping me understand something that i don't know yet i can learn something from this podcast That's think true. about it do would you it's like watching family guy yeah. you know what family guy is yeah yeah you know already know what they're going to kind of joke yeah, about fart jokes right or you could listen to smart. you could watch the history channel and learn something yeah you know so i as view far it, as the learning value i, I, see I view it like that from. like as a waste like now uh listening to music live is different for mm. sure you know by the way uh that um i was when i was walking in downtown they had live music at that record shop and i don't know what you don't know yeah it's right by the kava bar Okay. Yeah. It's in that live... alley. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we should go to the Kava place, man. I swear. I'll go. It's... I'll go. I'll go to the Kava place. Like, let's just make a plan and go. They had kombucha on tap. I don't, I've never really drank kombucha. No, really? Yeah. Never? It's great. And I wanted to. Doesn't get... it make your stomach hurt or something? No. I mean, only if you drink it too fast. <laughs> but it's, it's really great. Oh it's God. probiotic. Uh, you're, pretty, you're pretty much drinking bacteria. Mm. But, um, but it tastes good? It tastes good because it's. It's tea. I believe it's tea, and then um, it's like fermented tea, pretty much. But it's like there's almost like a small, like there's barely any amount of alcohol in it. Yeah. So like, um, then they add like all these like bacteria shit. It's it's great. It's just great for your stomach. Like you feel <laughs> like your your microbiome is just like if it gives that. There's like that gut brain connection you feel like synced with your small intestines and is it possible to get drunk on that uh i feel like you'd have to drink a lot of it a lot then i'll I'll try it then i don't want to be drunk no 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 you won't you don't get drunk like i i like you would have to drink gallons of it (laughs) gallons for it for you to get drunk but uh it was great though uh I was like, fuck, yeah. Like, I don't have to go get a beer with a girl. Yeah. I could go get kombucha on tap and yeah. act like it's beer. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, act like it's a beer? Like, like, you know, you're sitting down there in bar setting. You have a uh, mason jar and it's a carbonated drink. And everything is like, everything is perfect. It, it, if you had the beer, you know, you wouldn't notice a difference. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. the fact that it was kombucha on tap made me feel like that same social setting as I would get if I were having a, a drink, a, an alcoholic beverage with a girl, but without the alcohol, hmm. which was what I just really loved. And kombucha is healthy. It's not like yeah. I was drinking like like a sugary drink. You know, Kombucha yeah. doesn't have that much sugar in it. 
Huh. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll try it out. Yeah. Actually, I was just invited a couple of days ago. By who? Uh, Purple. Amir- Amira? Yeah. <laughs> Purple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you call her that, or is this? No, I. But I technically have a mixtape named after her. Oh. Hair. You know. Uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, I gotta give a shout, shout out to all the burners out there. Burning Man is about to begin. My brother, dude, he had packed up for three days nonstop, and uh, man, I wish we were. I wish we were. What's w- the breakdown of Burning Man, dude? Burning. Okay, so, so people go out to a desert, a, bla- a black rock des- desert, I believe. In, Black Rock Desert, Arizona hmm. or Nevada? Oh. No, I think it's Nevada because it's close to Reno. Okay. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Black Rock Desert. And they have, it's basically a town for like two weeks. They hmm. actually have a post office. Wow. <laughs> yeah. U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> and then uh, they have all these art installations. Yeah. And they, and every, and, uh, they have... Um, Basically, there's no money. The only thing you could buy is coffee and, and ice. That's but everything. There's everything else. It's it's actually kind of like the domes. Yeah. It's like they have your like people go there. They build these yurts and they have these like camp groups. So you're part of this group. Like, you could do it solo if you want, or you could get involved with a group. Yeah. So uh, they have these like camp groups, and they're like, okay, you're going to cook food for three nights for about thirty people. Yeah. And then we got you covered on the rest. Huh. So it's very communal. You help me, I help you. You have this, let's trade with that. You know, yeah. There's no money involved. And the refrigeration, they just use ice boxes? You just have to use ice boxes huh. for the entire time. Um, and I was thinking about it like, damn, like this would be perfect for me. Yeah. It's like, dude, can we get a dome on the wheels? Like dome on wheels and take it there? Take like it imagine there. like a, a truck pulling one of these domes. <laughs> 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 like a mobile like dome. Like, yeah, yeah. I would fucking love that shit, dude. I would take it right there. We were I was looking at tiny houses with my domey, and that sounds like it would kind of fuck up Burning Man. Cause you can just roll no, those people things roll, anyway. People rolling with trailers, bro. People But they, that wouldn't that mess with their whole spirit? I mean, I guess you could still be communal. Well, no, with a tiny I mean, house. You know, but people, it's like you're living people, normal. You're actually there. you're technically camping. People bring tents. Yeah. So that's what like, I mean. If yeah. some people are in tents and someone else is in a tiny house, which is basically a regular house, you know, just with wheels, <laughs> that's that's not really, you know, there's a contradicting I, vibe there. No, because you know? the thing is, it's it's like you could, I guess you could burn in your okay like obviously if you're gonna fucking bring like a generator and hook up your laptop and like that's <laughs> like taking a bit too far you got but, wi-fi <laughs> yeah which people actually do that uh they don't like it it's not like they might burn it's your like, wi-fi some last year someone ran into the fire there's a there's a burnt there's a fireman that they lit, lit on fire um at the end and someone i guess was just on some bad hit of acid uh. like was like I am the burning man. Oh, and then they no. ran into the fire. Just like that, killed themselves. Like the fucking monks that sent themselves on fire in the Vietnam War. Something like crazy, dude. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Drugs. All the fucking drugs. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is fun if you're uh, really, really into that. But yeah. I think if you're a little bit into it, it's probably not fun. No, no. The thing is, it's not... The thing is, it's not like supposed to be like a rave. It's not a rave. It's not a festival either. Like, 
like it's not even though like i could say like oh it's not about drugs and then you could say like oh well eh, it really is but <laughs> yeah it actually like that's not the point of it the point is going and 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 uh seeing if you could push yourself to the limits it's constant dude you're in like dust storms you know you have <sighs> limited fluid supply i mean you have to prepare well uh it's constantly hot you're dealing with type uh adversity and stresses that you haven't dealt with with before and you have to be able to conduct yourself in a group setting so like it's kind of a test like how far can you push yourself you're not going to be doing like okay maybe you want to do some drugs or uh, drink whatever but you're not going to be doing that for every single day for two weeks right Mm -hmm. so it's like it's like how far can you really push yourself uh so you don't crack under the pressure you know it's like naked and afraid have you seen that? I show? have not seen that show, but I hear about. <laughs> I heard about it, and I'm interested in the yeah how how that show is, but I haven't seen it yet. People are pretty good at building those uh, fish nets or fish catchers, because I have no has idea it, how to build. This has show. anyone had sex on that show yet? I don't know if they. I don't think they would show it, <laughs> but people definitely get along some more than others. Uh, well, it is. That time of the night. It's time for the most important question in the, the universe. The most important question in the universe. Line or space? Space, because I fucking love it. Like, just the vacuum of, like, space. Line is just two-dimensional, but space <laughs> is multi-dimensional. That's true. That is, that is right. That's that was right. The Chef of X podcast. <laughs> that was too easy. Mm, delicious. Here's a quick message from our one and only sponsor, True Facts. True, true Facts. facts. We, we said, said it, it. Therefore, therefore, it's true. You know what's good? It's the young sheep. I just wanted to give a quick shout out and testimonial to my brothers at True Facts. You know what I'm saying? True Facts is the only online news source that I can trust. They already figured it out, man. They post real shit only. The shit I agree with. You know what I mean? You never got to worry about checking those sources with True Facts. They got it done. Plus, they got some real niggas and bad bitches working up in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to True Facts. True, true Facts. facts. We said it, therefore it's true.